This is the Enterprise Canterbury Sports Corner and time for our panel. Thanks to Melray Electric putting the spark into Canterbury Rugby. Uh, joining us from News Hub is Mike Thorpe. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Canterbury Sports Hack extraordinaire. George Berry also joins us. We should talk Crusaders off the top. Uh, of course, the boys are away in Fiji to take on the Drua this weekend. And we know that... Uh, you know, uh, Scott Robertson is probably not going to, well, he's not going to be there next season. So a question I had for you gentlemen is, what's the coaching depth like in that setup, at Canterbury and at the Crusaders? I mean, I look at it and think they've lost Jace Ryan to the ABs. Uh, Leon McDonald may have been somebody that was in their thoughts a couple of seasons ago. He's obviously at the Blues now. So uh, start with you, Mike. How deep do you reckon that coaching is and who is the next cab off the rank for the Crusaders? I would be really surprised if they've wandered too far from those who are there now. I think if you look back to where they were when when Robertson was appointed, they'd come through some fruitless years with, with Blackadder, so there were some big changes needed. But look at the success that Robertson's had. They won't want to deviate too far from, from where it's been over the past sort of five years. So I think I think Hanson's definitely in the, uh, in the running for that, and, and they'll want it to be as seamless as possible. In terms of what happens with assistance, I think that's probably where some of the surprises might come. And who knows, maybe by then someone like a, an old school Matt Todd may have done enough to um, start to enter that setup. Yeah, what, what about you, George? I guess um, you could take the fact that Razor was away last week and Scott Hansen ran the cutter as a, a bit of a nod to where they might go. What do you think? Yeah, I'm probably lucky enough, Ricardo, to spend a fair bit of time at Rugby Park and sort of see a little bit of uh, who's doing what. Uh, and absolutely, uh, Tommy Ellison, or he is going away to coach uh, Wellington, be the head coach of Wellington this year. So that'll give him a bit of head coaching experience. Uh, so he would have to be not too far away. Scotty Hanson certainly serves as apprenticeship uh, under Razor and done a lot in that space too. Um, with New Zealand under-20s and uh, that team last year, All Blacks 15, I think it was. Uh, so he's got to be right up there. It'll come back to a bit of player-driven stuff uh, as well and what that might look like. Uh, Marty Burke's even gone pretty good with Canterbury, obviously, last year, but first year at NPC. Uh, he's now coaching the Crusaders' development uh, this year as well. So there is a bit of a pipeline that's going on. Uh, yeah, interesting point from Thorpe around Matt Todd. He'll be back from Japan, I think. I'd be surprised... Uh, if he got anything more in the Crusaders at this stage, maybe another year with Canterbury would be a, a, a welcome thing for him. Tim Bateman's another one that's been really talked up quite heavily um, around getting involved in that from a coaching perspective. But also remember Andy Ellis has just come back from New York looking for a bit of something to do as well. And you know, I dare say Kieran Reid might uh, dip his uh, toe into a bit of coaching in the next uh, year or so too. So there's some pretty healthy names to chuck in there that have all come through the Canterbury and the Crusaders kind of system over the last you know, 10 or 15 years. Yeah, that's uh, that's some interesting calls there. Kieran Reid, I mean, I thought uh, if he's going to dip his toe and uh, it might be our pookie way. Uh, the county's boy's gone home, hasn't he? He's closer to all the TV stations and everything by being in Auckland. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think the key part for them is getting to a, within a group that they want to be be part of and uh, having all that IP would be interesting to see whether they'd bring it in. Um, so I guess it's a little bit like the Matt Todds that come in as a bit of a specialist coach, more so than a sort of long-term assistant or something like that. But yeah, where he ends up, I kind of can't see them doing an apprenticeship, as you sort of think. A lot of them just get thrown in the top end because, you know, you look at Super Rugby now, most teams have got five or six coaches, so uh, there's a fair bit of uh, conversation going on and, and not many of them have to go through the system and do under-20s or do first 15 before they land that big job, if, if they've been a you know, reasonable player. 
All right, well, uh, let's talk about the Crusaders as well. Didn't have the best start of the season, uh, losing that first game to the Chiefs in Christchurch. Uh, they managed to rectify that against the Highlanders last weekend. A bit of a tricky assignment, though, this weekend, uh, Mike, away in Fiji. I mean, the Drewers showed the Waratahs what they're capable of for 50 minutes and just sort of fell off towards the end. But in front of that home crowd, uh, this could be an interesting uh, test for the Crusaders. Yeah, and potentially just what they need at this time of year as well. You know, it's been a, a little bit of a slow build after that first week against the Chiefs and then obviously came home strong against the Highlanders in the, in the second week. But um, maybe it's just what they need to to get that grind going. It'll be tough over there, super tough, obviously, the conditions as well. But the Drua can play some right now. And I agree, Ricardo. I think you hit the nail on the head. With that hometown support that they're going to have, It'll be it'll be some kind of atmosphere. So, by the way, um, it'll be uh, it'll be a great game to watch. It will be a great game to watch. I'm also hearing that uh, we might see a dub- debutant off the bench uh, now. Uh, We've got Fergus Burke starting in 10, so Richie getting a, a weekend off. But Taha Kemera is uh, in line to make his debut off the bench. Uh, George, as you mentioned earlier, you spent a bit of time around that environment. Uh, what can we expect? Yeah, Taha goes good. I think you might see a little bit of reshuffle in a hooker as well uh, this week with Cody Taylor uh, having a rest with his All Blacks rest and uh, Brody McAllister obviously getting beaten up last week. So... I hear that uh, Quinton McDonald actually uh, flown in from Tasman to then join the crew that then uh, has ripped up to Fiji. So, uh, yeah, Taha's yeah, really interesting uh, talent. There's a number of those other young guys coming through on the wing. Um, you saw Max you know, get a run the other week too as well. So, yeah, the Crusaders will do well to kind of blood a few new players. But, I mean, you saw Fergus Burke at the end of last year in NPC. Uh, he just absolutely run the cutter for Canterbury. So he'll do a good job. They've done a really good job over the last few years too, just sort of bringing one, two, three players through as they've needed. So, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't expect the apple cart to be upset too much uh, as long as they can play the structured game the way that uh, Crusaders want to play. If the Drua get the unstructured game that they want, well, yeah, that would be the one that we've done. Turn the game upside down. Yeah, all right, gentlemen. Let's have a look at something else. Uh, basketball, uh, because we're only well, less than a month. I think it tips off the first weekend in April. The sales NBL and uh, the Canterbury Rams. Uh, everybody else has announced some players left, right, and centre. We haven't had an announcement yet from the Rams. George, I know you love your basketball, mate. Have you heard anything? How strong do you think the Rams are going to be this season? Should we be concerned? We don't know who's in the squad a month out from tip off. Now, there's a little bit going on behind the scenes, but their intention is to try and bring as many uh, young guys through. You had uh, young Brown that was uh, got an opportunity for the Rams last year and has been away playing for Tasmania as well, so expect him to come back. I see he got a run for the Tall Blacks the other week too. Uh, but there's usually guys floating around and, and the likes of Jack Salt and others. It, it'll really depend on exactly who's coaching and what that looks like. But, yeah, I also think the Rams are... I probably see themselves more as a development-style club nowadays than someone that's going to really have a crack at the title every year. I know you always want to win, but, yeah, I think they'll they'll be a, a team that'll try and bring as much local talent through um, as they will sort of bring in too many imports. Um, so, you yeah, expect to see a bit more local talent in the future with the Rams. All right, that's good stuff. Now, uh, there's also been a bit of talk about expansion of uh, different uh, different competitions, including the ANBL and the NRL and the A-League, for that matter. Um, and Tony Kemp is a uh, part of our breakfast show here at SCNZ, along with Izzy Dag, and he suggested that if they're going to do a second NRL franchise in New Zealand, he, he likes the Southern Bears, uh, put them in Christchurch, maybe uh, even have the Crusaders as a stakeholder in that setup. up uh, I know you've had Manly there recently, uh, 
in recent years. He had Melbourne there in pre-season. Mike, do you think Christchurch could support a franchise in the NRL? I absolutely do, Ricardo. I've been pushing this barrow for some time. And if you were at the uh, the trial game back, Warriors in the Storm, it was an afternoon to remember because the crowd was fantastic. It was a beautiful day. That obviously helped, but they turned out in their thousands. And it was, it was just as to have something else available in terms of live sport in Canterbury. So I absolutely think that it could, um, could sustain it with supporter base but also with local talent as well. You look at the NRL now, Jordan Rickey at the, uh, at the Broncos as a Canterbury boy, Griffin Neem at the Cowboys as a West Coaster, Jermaine Asako as a Christchurch boy, Dejan Arce, and then there's a, a bunch of kids coming through as well. If you look uh, at the Cronulla Sharks SG ball team, uh, a young kid by the name of, of Felix Fatili is absolutely ripping it up. So there is, there is homegrown talent coming out of Canterbury, you look further afield to Otago and maybe putting some of that Wellington talent as well. Um, you absolutely wind up with a, a southern team that's basically everything that is in Auckland, and you would uh, you'd get that supporter base easy. Well, what do you, what do you reckon, George? Do you, do you think that enough time is under the bridge, enough water's under the bridge now that uh, we can put aside the Union League thing and it'll just be seen as a professional sporting opportunity and maybe the Crusaders would be involved? Mate, you boys should go and get a dozen roses and a bottle of wine and sit down with Kempi and get all romantic on it because it ain't going to happen. It definitely ain't going to happen. There is absolutely the power of talent. But, I mean, you think back to when the Warriors were set up. They were set up as a development club. have gone away from themselves. Their best years are when they had the likes of Brent Tate and Price and all of those Aussies that actually had a bit of starch to their... Uh, their team. I also think it's really challenging in a space to get, what, 16 or 18 weeks worth of um, competition, so what's that, 10, 12 home games going on, and have an identity in the South Island, and or include Wellington, or however you want to do it, but to keep all of your stakeholders happy, it's really difficult, and, and to have a home ground, that, that was awesome against Manly the other week, um, to see that, but that is a one-off, um, and to, to fill those stadiums on a regular basis, make it financially viable, I, I honestly, I, unfortunately, because I would love it too, um, but I, I, I think we're dreaming Gentlemen, thank you very much for being part of the panel. Thanks to Melray Electric putting the spark in Canterbury Rugby. Uh, We'll talk to you again soon.